Citizens of the Earth, you will be destroyed. Welcome to Kaiju Carnival, where we explore the worlds of horror, sci-fi, and fantasy. I'm Justin. And I'm Jenny. And we're just two dorks that love watching movies and talking about it afterwards. So if that's your thing, you are in the right place. Who are you calling dork? You, you dork. <laughs> Today, we watched the 2023 horror film, The Elevator Game. I don't know how I feel about this movie, but we'll figure it out as we talk. <laughs> By, by the end, we'll have figured out this movie. <laughs> now it's time for everyone's favorite part of the show. Jenny explains the movie. Okay. Uh, a YouTube channel slash haunted internet influencers are looking for new material so that they don't lose their sponsorship. And a new intern shows up with a, an, a different agenda to try to find his sister and persuades this group of influencers to play this elevator game. And it all ends up bad. <laughs> That's the best I can I can give you. Solid as ever. <laughs> so the first thing that I liked about this movie was I really actually had high hopes in the beginning because the opening scene was actually pretty scary of the girl playing the elevator game alone. And I thought they did a really good job editing it all together to where you had like all the insert shots of the... Um, like machinery behind the elevator. And I love how they revealed the ghost in the beginning with her holding her phone up in that classic, like, I look good yeah. angle, you know? Yeah. And then she, like, kind of turns it to the side to be more in front of her. Mm -hmm. And you see, like, half of the, you know, ghost's face behind her. Mm -hmm. And I was just like, that's really cool. But I don't feel like the movie lived up to how scary the beginning was. I think it always helps to never reveal the ghost or just show body, like small shadows and the idea of a ghost, but not actually revealing the whole ghost. Yeah. And I think throughout the film, when they did reveal the ghost, I think what was cool about it was that they've got a contortionist, which mm. seems to be very trendy right now with a lot of the horror films, which is great because, like, you know, you, you, you're born with this ability to bend your body in weird ways and we finally found a reason for, to to be able to channel in that crazy flexibility and put you in the movies specifically horror movies it definitely had its moments throughout the movie you know but i was just like oh this is gonna be the shit like when it first started um, it started out pretty strong it started out strong yeah it did um but i think though i think they're trying to make scary movies a little bit more trendy with like putting in like influencers and trying to add that social media it aspect. makes sense though right yeah like it, it definitely fits yeah and i think without the social media without the internet social media and everything that comes with it you know like this is this is based on people's curiosity yeah 
And that's why we all get sucked into it. And I think that's kind of cool because it's just like kind of like human nature to see is this true? Is this not? You can't believe everything on the internet. Right. And it's the they... <laughs> uh, exploring the unknown. Yeah, exactly. Right. All right. Something that I, I, I love and I hate it, but I love it when they put a character in there that everybody loves to hate. And we have this, the main host of the, uh, this internet channel is like a very zealous and enthusiastic guy on camera and really has a personality that everybody loves. But in reality, he's like this kind of a jerk kind of character. See, you say that he has the personality that everybody loves on camera. But the first thing I thought of was like, oh, I don't like this guy. <laughs> He is a kind of personality that makes it a lot. Makes the 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 video come alive. You might hate him, but he he has this energy that kind of draws you in. Well, the actor did a really good job, right? Because he was supposed to be an annoying character that you hated. Very bipolar, yes. And he nailed it. He did. Because I did. did not like his character at yeah. all. And and that's one of my favorite things about this film is that because he was so annoying, I'm glad that they killed him off first. <laughs> So the second thing I want to talk about in this film is I don't fully understand the rules of the elevator game. I think I get it, though. You know, you go in, you press all the buttons, you go to the fifth floor, you close your eyes. And I thought you were supposed to keep your eyes closed until you got back down to the first floor. But apparently you can open them after the fifth floor. But that one guy, he went all the way to the tenth floor. You know, yeah. and then, you know, he had to wait to go back down. But I figured that was him finishing the game. But with the ending of the movie, with them both dying anyways, I guess once you play the game, there's actually no way to get away with it. So you're, I think you're basically just fucked. So the question is, how did anybody know about this game if everybody was fucked in the end? And nobody really knew the rules. That's a great question. Of closing this like invisible portal that everybody seemed to have opened up, and if you even made it through, like to even put it on Reddit or any social media platform, how how did he how did how did you even have the time to to do that? You know, it's kind of like if you I don't know, like if are you gonna play a game where everybody that participates in the game goes missing? Probably not. <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, maybe the people that survived actually didn't open their eyes. True. But then didn't they, like, open up the portal and they didn't close the portal? See, I don't know. Yeah. I don't understand the it's rules a lot, of the yeah, game. Yeah, there's a lot of questions. There's a lot of questions. Um, but what I did like about this film is the uh, the fact that the characters didn't even know that if this was a real game or, or you know, they didn't really believe it for themselves. And so throughout the film, they ended up, until their very, like, until their demise, that was the, that was the point where they're like, oh, crap, this is real. So, like, all the characters, except for the, the brother who made it through, and he was trying to, and then he was trying to convince, you know, everyone that, oh, it was true. But even then, they didn't really believe it until... 
like they got to meet the actual ghost. Yeah. Now, I, I think that's a good point. Like, because if you think about it, like the people that do these paranormal sort of shows on YouTube or on like, you know, travel channel or where the hell you watch these shows these days, right? If they ever actually come across something supernatural, it's going to blow their minds right. because they're so used to like just having to fake it. The like Ghostbusters yeah. with the little so electronic I, gadgets. Yeah, and stuff. I, I think it makes a lot of sense that this YouTube crew was like, oh, it's bullshit. Nothing's ever real. Right. Because you know? that's what that one girl was convinced of, the, the researcher. Right. She's like, you guys are crazy. Nothing's ever real. I'm going to call the cops. Mm -hmm. And then we, we had that funny scene where they see the ghost in the corner and the one kid's like, you're just going to call out to the monster? <laughs> <laughs> or we say like call the monster over here or something yeah. like that? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's so funny. Though, okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to skip to my last favorite thing about this film, which is the the ring of salt. Yeah. Like salt has many jobs in this world and i need to check that off of my cross that off of my list that salt will protect me in a paranormal situation <laughs> i really liked that they like because like i was like it was pretty obvious it wasn't gonna work but was it was it? still yeah to me it was oh, okay because he was just being so like arrogant about it he was like oh it worked thank god you yeah, know yeah uh, and then she just like walks right through it <laughs> um i thought that was so funny though when he goes into the bar and he's just taking all the salt. And I was like, dude, how much fucking salt does this bar have? Because they had all the salt shakers. It's like they had shakers just sitting on the uh, the bar top. And then they had a giant thing of salt behind the bar. They either had was serving tasteless food. Yeah. Or they had were serving a lot of margaritas. Yeah, something like that, right? Um no, I, I agree with you. That was a really great scene that they put in. Yeah. And it breaks that old stereotype of, you know, assault keeps, you know, evil spirits away. Yeah. The third thing that I liked about this film was how they filmed the Red World. Yes. And I'm not really sure how they did it. When I was watching it, I was trying to figure it out because he was lit up pretty naturally for the most part. He had some red tint to him in some of the scenes, mm -hmm. but the world was completely red. So I was like, man, how would I make this work? And, you know, I thought about maybe they rotoscoped him in and then just made the world like red. Because I'm like, did, did, did they really have the budget to light up this entire street red? I don't think so. I think it was all in like post yeah. edit because you're right. Um, it would be hard to have. Well, first of all, it was definitely filmed in the daytime and then they made it to look like it was yeah. nighttime and it was brilliantly lit up red. So definitely, um, definitely in post because that would be a lot of trying to get a very even coat of red on yeah. all the buildings. But it was fantastic. I thought that that. The way that that world looked, it looked like the alternate universe of, like, somewhere evil. I thought that was cool, too, how it's just, like, a kind of alternate version of our world. Right. You know, because you go up to the 10th floor, but you walk out, and the 10th floor is the first floor of the Red World. Yeah. You know? So I thought that was kind of cool lore. I wonder if the elevator game is actually a thing. Gosh. Like, I wonder if this is based off of an established urban legend or if they made an urban legend up just for this film. I kind of feel like they're trying to see if something catches on. Yeah, like, it catches on. Like I a, guarantee there's a bunch of people on TikTok right now <laughs> doing the elevator game after this. Um, speaking of, 
What urban legends have you tried before? Bloody Mary. Did it work? No, not yet. <laughs> I don't, you, you I don't keep, do it every you, weekend. You keep trying? <laughs> I did it as often as I could at all my sleepovers or slumber parties that we had as kids. Yeah? Yes. Oh, that. you were that friend, huh? Like terrifying the rest of your friends. Well, I think there was a there was a program already when I was a kid where you you had to do, you know, you play this is you play the uh video games. I don't want to tell you what system it was. <laughs> but you play video games and then you didn't really braid anyone's hair. It wasn't like that kind of a slumber party, but you started to be like, "Hey, let's do some levitating." And you do like the um what is it? Light as a feather, stiff as a board. Right. Um, that was in every slumber slumber party I had. And then definitely, like, we're in the bathroom. Somebody has to flick the light off, and then we do the Bloody Mary thing. Yeah. Never works, but, yeah. I mean, yeah. Maybe I was a weird kid. I don't know. And I didn't even like scary stuff back then, but that was just seemed like that was what you had to do. I think you've always liked scary <laughs> stuff. You just discovered it very late in life. <laughs> What about you? Um, I'm trying to think if I ever played any of the games. I know that, like, you know, typical stuff, mess around with with Ouija boards. Um, You know, there was always, like, abandoned buildings where it was like, oh, you know, like, Satanists sacrifice people in there, you know? And it's like, I'm not going in there, right? Did Um, you actually go in and find, like, stuff on the walls and stuff? I don't think I ever went into one of those buildings. They're just abandoned buildings, though, you know? Um, well, but, I mean, you know, it was, it was always the urban legend, like, oh, yeah, they do human sacrifices in that abandoned church, you know? Yeah. So yeah. abandoned houses. Um, I think there was an abandoned, they used to say it was like a, like a, uh, mental health institution that was abandoned, uh-huh. but I don't know if it was, or maybe it was just a factory. You know, That's it's a lot scarier scary. if it's like an abandoned hospital. You, know, you got to have a good story. Hospital. You got to have a good story attached to these buildings that make it even, like, yeah. levels up with the, the scariness. Yeah, but there was, like, you know, there's quite a few abandoned buildings where I was from, so. Right next to where I grew up, uh, there was a house, and this was in Japan, so of course it's, like, even creepier. It was a house that the walls collapsed, so the roof was intact, and everything was just squished. Mm-hmm. But all their their, like, household goods were still in the house. And as a kid, we were told by the neighbors, you know, don't don't mess with this house. But of course, as a kid, I did a lot of exploring. So we would enter in through the roof. There was this hole and we would just explore. Now, at that time, I don't think I knew anything about ghosts because it was when I look back on it, it was really scary. And it was one of those like. This is a building that has already, this is a house that has already collapsed. Yeah. And in Japan, they're not really good at, like, excavating the place and, like, clearing it out so that, you know, kids don't get trapped in there. They kind of leave it to, like, the owners, and they can sit there for, like, 30 years or something. Jeez. Yeah. Like, they're, it's that, it, it's not like it is in the States. So, yeah, maybe there's kids still exploring that that house, but, I mean, there were, like, little picture frames of their family and like there was all their little mementos all over the place. So um, I'm glad I didn't keep anything as a kid because I probably would have taken something from there. You got lucky. You almost got haunted on accident, dude. Could you imagine getting haunted on accident? 
because of like my own uh, being so naive. <laughs> Bro, that would be rough, dude. You're like a little kid and you like just pick up a trinket and you're like, oh, it's cool. And then like you're just haunted for the rest of your life. You can't figure it out. Yeah. Like, I don't know why this stuff keeps happening to me. <laughs> people, people keep dying all around me. <laughs> all right. Horror movie rule for this one. Just because you see it on the internet or on YouTube and people say to try it, don't don't be that person. That's just good advice in general. Yeah. Because you have all those challenges that people get hurt doing. Um, like the uh those pods, tide pods. Yeah, tide pods. Don't and shit do that. Like that. Yeah, it, don't do that. You'll die. Um I don't think that was real, man. Hey, that can't be real. Like the pods? Yeah. Well, okay, I could probably see, like, a bunch of videos coming out and it not be real, but then you got the people that didn't know it was real, and they they really did it, it, and they ingested poison, and then they end up at the hospital. So bad. Yeah. yeah. No, that's a good one. Um, Mine's kind of the same. It's just don't fucking... Hey, man, if you're curious, just stay that way. Don't go exploring. Don't, Don't do any weird shit, okay? In fact... If you're into, like, weird, supernatural, occult stuff, just stop. Just, like, start watching, like, football or something. You're better off. <laughs> leave it all behind. Yeah, just just leave it all behind. Like, take up a, a crochet or something. I don't know. <laughs> crochet. You know, start, start painting, you know, uh, model airplanes, maybe. You know? Who even? Well, no. There's a lot of people that do that. Collect trains, maybe. Yeah. Become a train guy or girl. You can go to those, like, hobby stores that only sell trains. Or you can be, like, those train spotters in Japan that just go out there to record the trains. That's that's actually a really cool thing. I'm into it. I'd be that person. (laughs) My favorite character in this film is probably the cameraman. He was kind of a bit of the comic relief. And he seemed to be the only one that actually believed in this shit, and the rest of them didn't at all. Yeah, um, Maddie was definitely, if he didn't believe it, he was definitely the scared one. Yeah. Yeah, but he was very funny with his reaction in, like, yes. the, the bus station. Yeah, <laughs> and just him scooping up all that salt, man. I was like, this is good. Man, is I good. know. I, oh, I really wish that would have worked. <laughs> oh, sad to see him go. Yeah. You know what? Strangely enough, for this film, I really liked Izzy, the blonde chick. Really? I think it was because she was so kind to the new guy. Yeah. Um, and he, she just had like this very pleasant personality, which kind of drew me into her character. And she was like a really solid person. Um, and I was really sad. That she also didn't believe in it, and then she ended up kind of getting, you know, killed by the ghost in the end. So, um, well, to be fair, everyone did. Yeah, (laughs) that's true. Yo, I would be pissed at the kid that came along, like the intern kid. I'm hey, welcome to Kaiju Carnival, where I'm terrible with names and never remember who anybody was in the movies. His name is Chris with a K. Chris. Yes. I would be fucking pissed off at Chris if I was these other guys. 
True. Because Chris got everyone murdered. Yeah, he kind of brought the the he didn't know himself, but he definitely brought this like bad omen to the to yeah. the crew. And it's like, bro, if you believe in this shit, go figure it out on your own. <laughs> Don't get other people killed. And he did. Yeah, yeah. He ended up five doing, people killed, right? In the in the meantime, yeah, like yeah. they all did, but then like but he in the middle of it, he's like, I checked it out for myself and it's real. Yeah. You know? So why didn't you bro, why didn't you just do that from the beginning? <laughs> you know? So <laughs> bad on him. <laughs> Maybe that's my new horror movie rule is if you're gonna get yourself killed, don't bring other people with you. How about <laughs> the, that? The dumb award. How about that? Yeah, just go do it by yourself, bro. <laughs> Favorite kill of the film. For me, this has to go to the host of the show. His name Eric. Ooh, wait, hold on. I gotta rack my brain, or I could just Google it. Gosh, Eric doesn't seem right. <laughs> Anyways, the host of the show, the annoying character that you're supposed to not like. Whenever he got levitated and they did the bone snaps and the breaking of the neck, I thought that was really cool. You know, I thought that all the other kills were going to end up that way. Yeah. Where they were like twisted metal. Some of them were really surprising. You know, with the punch to the throat, was it? Which one got punched in the throat? I thought it was through the throat. Yeah, through the throat. Oh, yeah. 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 The, um, it was like from the back side yeah, to the, the front. Side. Yeah. yeah. That was a cool one too. Yeah, that was yeah. That's kind of cool. Like, how do you how do you do that? You know, like practical effect. Um, I once again, this is like so my style. I really liked the the kill that we didn't really quite see, which was the sister in the very beginning. Because mm. I think the buildup of that was so good, and like, because you jump into this movie. I jumped into this movie not knowing about. I didn't even know what the title of the movie was until the middle of the film, right? So I really had no clue what this film was about, which was actually really exciting to watch a film that way. Because you're just like, you know, you have to kind of, you're all, your mind is going like 100 miles an hour. And I love that you just have this like, you kind of figure it out with what, like she's like kind of, um, what is that, making a, making a video for her friend. Yeah. And you're just like figuring it out through through her like, um, vloggy type of video and then uh, the fact that she has this little note and it just like kind of builds and builds and builds and you're just like oh crap and then her dying is like ah oh, now the movie can begin <laughs> so I loved I love that kind of kill where you can't see the kill <laughs> yeah no because it's Sometimes it is more impactful not to see it because mm-hmm. then you have to imagine what it was like. Yes. And if you're imagining shit, like it could be tame or it could be nightmare feel. You know what I mean? So. So I made a little boo-boo in this. It wasn't Chris. Chris is the annoying host. Oh, is it? Yes. Ryan is the brother. Ah. Okay. So it's my bad. I'm the one that mixed you all up. <laughs> okay. Let's go back to your overall thoughts. So overall, I I think this was a fun movie. Believe it or not, not my favorite haunted elevator movie. That's got to go to Devil. Did you ever see Devil? Did you ever see Devil? Gosh, there's so many movies named Devil or something with Devil. I don't know. It took place in an elevator, so that narrows it down. Okay, well, I don't. 
I, I can't recall. Shit, have I have I seen three elevator movies? <laughs> Another one is like popping into my head right now. Was it just about an elevator? Yes. Is it Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory? No. Oh, okay. That is, is it... not a horror film. <laughs> is it... Although, the tunnel scene and Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory did scare me as a kid. I think it scared the actors in real life when they were filming it. Yeah. Yeah. I think I read that it, it made the actors feel like like they really thought that uh, um, Gene Wilder was going crazy. Dude, Gene Wilder? He's a crazy, crazy, good actor he was. My favorite. Yes. I have a giant painting of... Gene Wilder in my office at home. I loved his hair in that. Yes. That um, Frankenstein. That young, young Frankenstein. Frankenstein. Great. Yes. Um, I think it might be the, uh, the film Rising, Evil Dead Rising. That was an elevator film. That was also an elevator film, but it wasn't. Damn, there's a lot of elevator films yeah. out there. It could be very creepy. Yeah. I mean, that confined space. You know, elevators are a little creepy anyways because you're like, you're like, oh, what if I get stuck in here? What if the cables break and I plummet to my death, you know? Or when the elevator does that thing where it kind of like, it goes, it's like, it's there, you're at the floor, but the doors don't open. And then it does this like jerky, like yeah. thing, and then it opens up and you're like, thank God I made it today. Yeah. Also, what if someone farts in there, right? What if you fart then and people are in there with you? That's a nightmare. <laughs> Or you drop off the fart and no one else is in there and you exit, but there was like a whole crowd of people that were yeah, like, like a bunch of nuns elevator. are coming in or something like that. Um, so, yeah, overall, I thought it was a fun movie. Pretty original concept. Um, you know, I like the YouTube angle. I like the urban vet, the urban legend angle. Um, so, yeah, I had fun with it. Yeah, I, I kind of felt the same way. Um I like this this like newer look and you know bringing in a lot of aspects that are very modern with the the um the horror films of today. Uh the only thing that was kind of weird was the fact that the rules of the the game weren't quite established and they weren't very clear and I think that that is really important in any film is to kind of like Yes, you're guiding yourself through this film, but at the same time, you kind of know what the rules are. Especially in horror films, because the rules establish the boundaries for if characters live or die. Yeah, and it's like, that is the world that you're trying to watch. Yeah. Is like, so anyways. And if, if the audience doesn't understand the rules, then they're just going to be confused. confused in the end. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree. So, I um, mean, but I also hate it when they come out and like explain it in like a very like... We're doing this for the audience type of way. You know yeah. what I mean? I don't like so, that either. Yeah. And they didn't they didn't do that too bad in this film. No, they definitely didn't do that in this film. Yeah. But I liked it and it was it's definitely worth watching. It's it's one of those films that, yes, even though you know, yeah, as you've mentioned that there's a lot of other films out there that are about elevators. I thought it was a pretty fresh film. Fresh idea. Thanks for listening this week to Kaiju Carnival. Please follow us on Instagram at kaiju underscore carnival to see what we've been up to. And give us a feedback, some feedback, or give us comments on our email at kaijucarnivalconnect at gmail.com. Yeah, rate us, dude. Rate us, you know, five stars or one star. Just kidding. Don't rate us one star, please. If you're going to leave a one star, please just don't. <laughs> don't be mean. <laughs> All right. We'll see you next week, guys. Matane.